Welcome, everyone. How are we doing today? Hope we're doing well. We have a fun topic today. We're talking about adaptation. Yes, the science of adaptation. No, no, no. Don't leave yet. Trust me. It's not that boring. It's actually pretty cool. And it's applicable to just about anyone out there. Now, I think of it in terms of training because that's where I operate in. But adaptation is a concept of simply creating change, adapting to a specific stimulus in the environment. It might be um, you know, the ability to make certain connections when you read. It might be getting stronger biceps. It might be running faster. Um, it's might be getting calluses on your hands from when you're digging a, you know, a garden. I'm not sure what you're digging. I guess I don't dig a hole. I guess you know um, to put a post in. Whatever. Um, I want to talk to you about that. But first and foremost, as always, a couple of cheap advertisements here for myself. Always an athlete team. You can check it out. Um, feel free to join. We have 20% off the first month. You can use AAA20. You get a seven-day free trial with that as well. And the 20% off the first month. EdgeU is also up. This is our educational platform. Myself and Paul uh, Fabrics I put together. PJF Performance. Some of you guys might know him by. Here we break down the science and application of training. Um, specifically integrating some what is apparently confusing research at times. And it is confusing at times. Into actionable insightful um, bits of information that you can use in your own training. And we dive into a variety of topics beyond just traditional kind of training stuff like today. Whenever you're listening to this, I guess, um, today I filmed it. I just did a talk on intakes. So I do an intake with an athlete and how it's very different, how I do them maybe than what you've done them. So check it out. $30 a month. Oh man, we have, I'm going to try and give you a number of how many hours of content we have. We have lots. Lots of courses on there. You get them all $30 a month. So all you can eat, all the courses you can do, and all the content you can read. But today we're talking about adaptation. So I wanted to share this with you guys. So let's just jump right in. Um, I had to explain today, I was talking to all my athletes about what the heck adaptation actually is. I think a lot of times people think about adaptation in terms of just like you work out and you get stronger somehow. Um, but an easy way to think about it is in terms of adaptive energy. Your body has some finite amount of resources it has. Um, it likes to maintain um, its ability to survive. This is called homeostasis. This is the process of stability, like the amount of oxygen in your blood, the amount of minerals it needs to actually operate, micronutrients, general nutrients as a whole. Your body has homeostatic set points it needs to operate within. So that's a stability line. And it uses what's called allostasis. So the idea that um, instability, so its ability to change, manipulate, move things around to maintain that stability occurs. It's an interesting dynamic system. A really easy example is like they've shown in research studies when you are mineral deficient, your bone is actually a great reserve of minerals. And your body will actually break down your bones to use its minerals to help support micronutrient levels in the body, but it will sacrifice its own bones to do that. 
actually kind of ties back to what's called the selfish brain hypothesis. It's the idea that your brain wants to live at all costs and it will sacrifice other things like your muscles. If you don't eat enough protein, you don't get enough food, your body will start to eat its own muscles, its own tissue in order to survive. It's actually a really cool uh, kind of reserve we have, an ability. But it sets the foundation that we only have so much energy to do things, this biological energy. And we um, can restore it. You can use it. Um, you can take a loan out on it, kind of. Like if you're going to go and not eat for a while, it's kind of like taking out a loan where you're eating your own bones and you might run the risk of not paying back that loan and getting a stress fracture. But um, you have the ability to do it. Adaptive energy, adaptive currency is kind of this way you can think about it. I'll provide you a really easy example. I understand it here in a second. But I want to outline some of the basic concepts before I go any further. Um, an easy example too, by the way, is you think about like the loan aspect of it. You do finals week. During finals week, you know you have to get through finals. You lock in, you study, you don't sleep much. And at the end of finals week, you get really exhausted. But you're not exhausted during finals week. It's typically after finals week. Why is that? Well, your body basically took out a loan. It said, look, man, we're going to burn the candle from both ends. We'll pay it back later. It obviously can't sustain this output for eternity, but does it for a short period of time. Why? It maintains stability, that homeostasis, through ch constant change in the body, allostasis, by using these reserves up. Same way that you might have savings reserves in your house or your family, and you might say, in your house, for your family. Um personal financial aspects. And you might have a situation where you need to tap into those. Now you might have to replenish those, which is fine if the situation needs the money, but you probably shouldn't tap into those to go party in Vegas, right? So there's times that are reasonable, times that are not as reasonable to use that. Now, what's interesting about that is um, the process of adaptive energy or currency is an ongoing one. I'll give you the example here. Imagine we have a castle. I like castles, so we'll have a castle. And we have this big castle and the enemies coming to the gates and they're going to come fight us. So the enemies show up and they fight our castle, our wall, and we have to spend energy to ward off those enemies. Some of the castle breaks down. But by the end of the little battle, tussle, we prevail, we win. The enemies are gone. The castle's broken apart. We lost some people along the way, but we won. Now, this is like the workout. When you go and do the workout, you endure a stressor, you break things down, you have to, uh, you might lose some guys along the way, but you endure, you get through. You spend energy during that process, right? You spend energy to ward off the enemies. But what's really important is that when those enemies came and fought and they battled your castle, they broke things down, they leave and they're done. You don't just leave the castle like the way it is broken apart. You need to rebuild it. And you might walk over there with you and your lieutenants or captains, I don't know, ranking officers of castleism. But you go over there and you go, hmm. You know, they, they broke down these archer towers. That's all they attacked. So we're going to rebolster those archer towers and we're going to make them stronger. We're not just going to rebuild them. We're going to make them stronger. And so the active process of recovery in the body, of adaptation, where you become stronger relative to a specific stressor, the specific attack, attack the archers, well, they're going to, you're going to rebolster that, right? And so you're going to have 
make it not just back to what it was, but stronger because you know that's what they came for. And so we rebuild, we rebuild, we rebuild, and then we have another workout and the enemies come and they attack the archers, but you're stronger this time. But the enemy knows you're stronger this time, so they bring more people and they break down the current archer towers and the song and dance forever goes on repeat. And that's the process of training. Process of training is having a replenishment, a restoring and a rebuilding to a new higher state of a castle wall with better archer towers. But then the enemy, the stressor you're imposing on the body has to be a little bit stronger to force greater change. Right? Imagine if it came and attacked the archer towers in a really weak workout and they attacked the archer towers and didn't even knock anything down. Well, there won't be enough of a stimulus to create change. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have those workouts for a certain time and reason. Maybe it just keeps your, your archers on point and they get used to you know, being activated, but you don't tear anything down. So the magnitude of the stress determines how much is broken down. But there's a biological cost, adaptive energy, a currency required to overcome that stressor, right? And then to rebuild from it. And then the loan model would be pretty simple. You have a big enemy comes, you got finals week, they knock down all the walls, but guess what? You don't have enough time or money. So you go call your neighbor, neighboring castle friend and say, hey man, send some troops on over. You need some help? Can you help repair? I don't have much time. So you borrow some troops, you build up a bigger wall and you deal with the stressor on repeat. But again, you're borrowing from another person. These are not your own. So that's really important. And the reason why this concept is so important is twofold. One, I'll give you a little bit more detail to the example, is that if the group of enemies keep attaching, attacking, attaching, attacking the archer towers, well, you'll keep rebuilding the archer towers. Now, imagine that enemy has gotten really strong and powerful. And that same magnitude of strength and power decided to one day attack the gates. And the gates have not been replenished at all because you haven't done anything for it. They've never been attacked. And they just break open the gates and they come storming on in and you have a mess to handle. That's what happens when you introduce a new workout or stressor to the body that your body has not been specifically trained for, but you have it at the magnitude, the intensity, that as if it was trained for it. An example is really easy like this. Imagine you are uh, a swimmer. You swim, 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 swim all the time. An hour a day, you swim, swim, swim. And one day you go, I want to run today. So instead of running only 10 minutes, you say, well, I swim for an hour. Let's go run for an hour. Well, guess what? Those tissues are not ready for running and impacts and demands like that. So you go out and run, 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 run. And you go, oh my gosh, I am so beat up and sore. You didn't progressively overload. The enemy attacked the gates with full force and they knocked it all down. So the reason why this concept is really simple and easy to explain to athletes or anyone, athletes, whomever it might be, because I think we can all envision it. And the specific stressor we impose in the body creates specific changes. Specific, maybe it's really important for you to have big and powerful archer towers because you deal with things that attack your archer towers. Or maybe dealing with the gate is really important for you. The point is, the specific stressor is what signals the body to rebuild specifically. You wouldn't rebuild the gate if the archer tower fell down. You would rebuild the archer tower and you would spend energy rebuilding it. So in this simple example, we've outlined a couple of things. We've outlined one, the active physiological cost of overcoming acutely that battle initially, the stressor. Number two, 
We have the idea of specificity. Whatever is broken down needs to be repaired. Number three, the idea of restoration. We're not just, we're going to build back that Archer Tower, but because we're smart, we're going to build it back even higher. And that costs energy. It costs resources. We got to get the bricks to build it up. We got to get the, the people to come and work on the wall and so on. And that's a biologically active process as well. And this simple model and framework will allow you to better understand and conceptualize the adaptation process. So if you're trying to go read more books, and this is a very general macro view, so there's obviously a lot more nuance to it, but you're trying to read more books and learn a certain topic, maybe it's not wise to dive in two hours off the bat, maybe progressively ease into it. In the same way, if you just have the archers or I guess the people come and attack the gate when you've had no preparations of the gate, of course it will break down and be fatiguing. But progressive overload is the idea of having a nice happy balance about the imposed stressor that is the enemies coming to attack the castle and your ability to adapt to it. So um, the simple idea of adaptive currency, people can talk about it in a monetary kind of model where it's the idea of lending money and spending money maybe to rebuild or the energy to actually rebuild. The idea is that it's not just a passive process. It's a biologically active process. And this concept is very important for people who go to the gym and work out and lift. It's very important for athletes to understand because it's not just about lifting. It's about recovering. Maybe some of those resources you can help build in is like, look, I'm eating a lot more food. I'm getting enough sleep. I'm getting enough rest. And all those things can help improve the adaptive energy you have. Because guess what? In this castle, if the enemies came and attacked and knocked over the castle wall, but you had some knucklehead inside the castle who caught whatever food stand on fire, and you had a local fire going on, and you had the castle wall beaten up, and the king is over here on vacation, so no one's in command. The place could go the hell in a handbasket very quickly. But we could make sure all of our energy is directed by making things nice and tidy, make sure that fire didn't occur to whatever food stand and making sure the king is in town and making sure all this other stuff is ready to go so we can handle those stressors. And that's things like the sleep, the nutrition, um, the mitigation of external stressors can all provide a nice foundation to help make adaptation more potent and powerful. So I'll leave it there for today. As always, I appreciate you all listening. I hope you all enjoy. Feel free to leave a review. Apparently, that's good for my podcast. I should have opened that up. I'm not even sure if you're listening anymore. We're 15 minutes in. But if you are, feel free to leave a review. Five stars. Why not? Say I do a good job. It helps me in the algorithm, I guess. So as always, I appreciate you all. Take care. And I hope you enjoy.